And now, it's time for your Low Country Real Estate Market Update. It's the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. Brian is one of the top 1% real estate agents in Charleston. Here's your host, Brian Beatty. Good morning, Charleston, and welcome to another edition of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show here on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. I am joined today by a very special guest, Rex Ann Strecker of Preferred Rate. Hello, good morning. We've got a lot of ground to cover today. If this is your first time tuning into this show, I've been in real estate for 18 years. We're approaching about 1,500 clients represented, about a billion dollars worth of real estate sold here locally. And the whole point of the show is to educate and inform you, not just on the market and the trends within it, but the process of buying, selling, investing, managing, even selling Real estate. So it is your one-stop shop housing-related radio show, which we also turn into a podcast, which we also video and put on YouTube and our website. So if you want to reach out to me, if at any point in time you're like, you know, I want to talk to this guy off air about maybe helping me with my real estate needs or Rex Strecker, then the number to call is 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. You can call or text that number or listingsincharleston.com is our website. So, Rexanne, I want to talk about a few things today. I think the first thing that I want to maybe get out of the way and help people understand is that I think most agents right now know what's happening in the market. Correct. I think good agents understand what's happening in the market, but I think great agents can explain what's happening in this market. And if you have at any point in time listened to this show over the past year or so, or if you've been online or if you've watched the news, there's a lot of concerning and sometimes conflicting information about what's going on in this real estate market, right? Yes. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a fearful time for a lot of people. And I think that concerns lead to fear and fear leads to panic and panic leads to inaction, paralysis, complacency. Correct. Right. And so yes, I would agree with that. I mean, there's a great quote that I have in my office by uh, Ralph Wando Emerson, and it says that he who is not every day conquering some fear has not yet learned the secret of life. Oh, I like that. Uh, and I just I love that quote. It, it helps me get out of my comfort zone. How do we address concerns? How do we prevent fear? How do we avoid panic so that we can make intelligent decisions? And I think we do that by providing relevant, factual information. Correct. Yeah. Right? And, I, and I think analyzing the situations and what is going on, because there is still a lot of money being made out there by investors and by people in the market. And I think the general public perceives that as they're just the players or the movers and the shakers, and they know things that we don't know. And it's really not the case. I mean, we live in one of the greatest countries in the world, I think. In America, you can take $100 in your pocket, come here with that, and end up a millionaire pretty easily. But what I think people need to assess better in our economy and just in the public life of living is they need to assess better what are making those people successful. What are they doing? What do they know that I don't know? And then maybe you don't really have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to mimic what they're doing. And yeah, and find the people that can mentor and that have Correct. the information, have the contacts uh, and have the track record. Correct. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for, you know, for those that are listening that are just that are fearful of the market, because that's that's what happens. And we all know that fear isn't real, but it's extremely powerful. And it's paralyzing. Yes. Yes. And I agree. With and, that. and guess who's really good at selling fear? Oh, the, <laughs> the media, the media. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. All of it. You know, yes. as, as the saying goes, 
if it bleeds, it leads. Yes. Uh, in other words, we are motivated more so by the prevention of loss than we are by the opportunity for gain. Correct. And the media also kind of villainizes the people that are actually gaining right. in the market right now, right. trying to make them look bad. I had a very wise friend of mine. We were at lunch and in the present political environment. Of course, I won't comment on it. However, they said something that I thought was very wise. They just said, with every election, the playing board, the chess playing board changes. And the real professionals and the people out there that are going to continue to make money through whoever's in office, right, just change the rules. They just learn the new rules to the chessboard, and then they play that game. Absolutely. And then as soon as it changes again, again, you just learn the new rules and you play chess by those rules. And so you're ever evolving. This is funny, but on Friday, a Facebook memory popped up, which was my headshot from 12 years ago. Oh, my God. And I look like a little baby boy, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I got licensed right out of college, and that headshot that I posted on my memory wall was five years into the business. Oh, my God. That was in 2011 when I was the top agent in the Southeast U.S. Uh And part of the post was just like, you know, look, you have goals. You need to hit them. This child (laughs) can sell that much real estate what's holding you back right you know this is not a market for complacency or excuses you've got to get it done and a lot of agents that have joined the market over the past several years are really struggling right now because they didn't need the skills that agents developed when the market was really tough post 2008 I can see that, yeah. And we're going to talk about that a little later. We're going to talk about things like negotiation strategy and, and market positioning and so on and so forth. But what I really want to get into is, you know, you've recently acquired and also divested of some property. So you're, you're getting in, ready to divest. You, Thanks to your team. Well, Brian. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate that. But you're into the investment game, just like I'm into the investment game. You know, I practice what I preach. Correct. Not only do I sell real estate and have a management company and have a private money lending company, I invest in real estate because- it's what I know best. Those are where my home run opportunities are. And I'm always, always, always a buyer for the right property at the right time. So I'm curious as to your mentality currently as it relates to investing in real estate, because a lot of people are just, they are on the fence. They, they are not yeah. motivated to invest in real estate out of the fear that maybe they buy something and it becomes worth less than what they bought it for. And it's 2008 all over again, and they still have scar tissue that hasn't healed from maybe some of those that were in investment real estate that lost. And some of them lost. I was in real estate in 2008 too, and I lost on some properties and gained on others. I'm curious. So tell us your mentality right now as it relates to investing in real estate. I mean, clearly you're not sidelined. No. Mm -mm. No. So what is it that you look for- in a deal and how do you go through the the parameters and the checklists that I'm sure you've built for yourself to say, yes, this is something I am willing to invest in? So I have a unique story in the fact that I have owned uh, three primaries in the last 24 months. So I'm a big fan of buying primaries and then putting some money, time, and effort into them a little bit and fixing them up. And then in this environment right now, you're still seeing unbelievable appreciation factor. And so your primary, if you hold it for two years, you get a capital gains uh, free for if you're single, uh, you get 250000 If you're married, it's a half a million dollar capital gains free. So 
it, and then everybody will go, well, why would you sell your primary? Then you're going to pay more for the next house. You are, but you put down your 20%, bank the rest of it, or do what I did. And I went out and started buying investment properties. And so what I look for on the investment fronts right now is I, I'll pick up packages. I feel like the last quarter of every year is a feast. Because you're looking for everybody to do 1031 tax exchanges. You're trying to get in before the December 31st. And so it's a really great time to negotiate both to buy and sell. And so I think, you know, and then sometimes I'll sell property even if I'm going to pay taxes. Because I tend to not make business decisions just off the tax event. Because, you know, even if you end up paying 25% in taxes, you still gained 75% in profit. So... I tend to kind of, you know, just judge it on every property. But I also look for properties that I could hold and that'll cash flow okay or even just break even because then I'm not coming out of pocket for anything, but the property's going to continue to appreciate over the years. So if the 2008 happens, then if the value of the property goes down, I would just hold it and the rents tend to go up. Right. So it's still a great strategy. And then you just hold it until the, the market recovers. You're paying, you know, somebody is paying your property down. They're paying off your property and you're still gaining equity in the property just from the rents. Right. My grandfather was a legendary real estate investor that started with nothing and grew a a real estate empire. Very, very impressive story. I mean, grew up in a in a trailer, started as a door to door salesman, got into real estate, started buying real estate, started developing real estate. And then, you know, before he passed, he had developed, managed, leased like 16 shopping centers. That's probably where you get all your (laughs) information or you probably watched. Well, definitely a lot of my mentality. Yes. And so for those of you that are listening that are thinking about investing in real estate, or maybe you own a property right now, that has a ridiculously low interest rate and you're thinking, hmm, maybe instead of selling this house and using the proceeds to buy another house, I'm going to keep this property as a rental. Correct. You can do that as well. And That's so, a great strategy. So, as, and you could even do, before you move out, do a home equity line of credit. Even though the interest rates on those are higher, they're interest only. So you could use that for your next down payment on the next property, or you could go and use it to buy a new primary and turn that one into a rental and then let it sit there until the appreciation factor makes sense to sell it. Right, right. So I want to talk a little bit more about that strategy. I want to talk about where some opportunities are in investment real estate. And, And really just frankly, for those that are thinking about buying right now, we talk a lot about selling homes on this show. And frankly, that's a lot of what I personally do is I represent people to sell and market their homes. But of course, we help buyers, we help investors and so on and so forth. So I want to touch on a few different things that I think are very applicable for this time of year, because as you mentioned, there are some great opportunities out there. You know, there are, let's just call it like it is, for those that are still on the market right now that didn't sell in the spring or summer, you know, kind of the leftover inventory, those sellers are not in a great headspace. They're irritated and if they're still on the market and if they stay on the market through the holidays, you know they're motivated. Right. So there's some opportunity there. And I want to talk about that and a few other things when we come back uh, right here on the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show with Rex Ann Strecker of Preferred Rate. And Rex Ann, I'd love for you to give your contact information. You're going to stick around for more, but uh, just for those that are listening that might want to jot it down. Yes. So it's Rex Ann Strecker. Uh, so it's rexann.strecker at preferredrate.com. And my name is spelled R-E-X-A-N-N dot Strecker, S-T-R-E-C-K-E-R. 
at preferredrate.com. And my phone number is 843-860-0809. I'm always happy to help. And even if you just have questions and you just want to chat about your particular situation and make a plan for next year, I'm, I'm all ears and I'm certainly here to help. Awesome. And of course, if you want to reach out to me, listingsincharleston.com is the website, listingsincharleston.com, or uh, give me a call or text me, 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. Stick around, folks. Stay tuned for more of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. Have a real estate question? Ask Brian Beatty. Contact Brian Beatty online at listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Or call him at 843-888-0065. That's 843-888-0065.